0: Interesting fact, I can juggle. Can you really? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Like how many, good <coughs> how many? miles actually. How many can you juggle? <laughs> when you like to know. Three. <laughs> how does that work?
1: I think I can. Let me see your water bottle. Let me see that water bottle.
0: Have you tried to like expand into like other? Like did you do like I mean? I can't go four,
1: but I can do like three different objects.
0: Wow, that's actually pretty good.
1: Thought that was good. Watch this. Watch this.
0: That's a lot of confidence in your skills. I think you're just throwing your phone up in there. Is that your phone or your wallet? This is my wallet. Oh, check okay. this out. You ready? Is that one hand? I can't see. Yeah, that was
1: one hand. Let's check this out. I right, here it is. This this is the best this is the best juggling trick right here. All right, let's see it. Here
0: you go. One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> But have you like have you tried doing different uh, like objects like like dangerous objects like whenever I go to oh cool like Walker a knife beach. no
1: I'm not I'm not juggling a damn knife
0: <laughs> let me stop you right there but <laughs> chainsaw just uh, dun, dun, oh dun, I can dun. juggle this please don't yeah no question no, no question you're gonna break it I promise you I won't all right you're gonna break it
1: always drop the <laughs> at least you, you have to drop <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you got to know what to drop.
0: That's pretty impressive. Do you have any hidden talents, uh, John? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's
2: Superman. It's still hidden. <laughs> he's Superman,
0: and if he tells us, you're right. Then he's gotta. He'll yeah. He'll ruin it. I so he has to kill us, but that's I think one of Superman Yeah, I think
1: that's like, that's like against you know, a what lot he does. Do that, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can say the uh, the alphabet backwards, back to front, real fast. <laughs> that's like pretty much it though. Let's hear it. Ready? Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A. MLK is the only thing I heard. Shout out Martin Luther King. <laughs> hey <laughs> If you didn't know, it's February. Happy Black History Month. Bam!
1: Right there. Are we recording? Yeah. This is beautiful. <laughs> oh man. man! How did we do What's
0: that? What's going on, y'all?
1: <laughs> it was almost like we.
0: I promise you, we really didn't plan no, that. Man. That was pretty good. We didn't. It's a shame that we did this. Happy Black uh, History Month! It, like, what is it? The twenty fourth now?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I was really waiting for you to say <laughs> that. <laughs> so no, 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 all I heard was, "It's a shame we did that Happy Black History Month." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: saying that we had to wait till the twenty fourth to, to get it out there. We should have done it the first episode of uh, February, but yeah. we kind of dropped the ball on that one. My, we, fo- my timing is everything, to baby. African American community. If there's one thing I learned about Black History Month: is now how you start it's how you finish. That's true. It's been a tough Black History Month overall, I think, for <sighs> for Black folks. Oh gosh. It's been a rough.
1: <laughs> is, you know what? I will get upset, but he's right. He is absolutely right. You can no longer get mad at people for saying the correct thing. And you're right. It has been a tough month.
0: I feel bad. Like, every time like, I'm like, gee, man. Like, there's, like, First off, what's going on in uh, Virginia? Is it Virginia or Carolina? I can't remember which one it is. What's going on? The governor. He got <coughs> accused of wearing blackface in his yearbook. Oh, at, like, yeah. Two, <laughs> like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah, that was that was early on in the month. Yeah. That was yeah, the governor of uh, Virginia. Yeah, I was like, gee whiz, man. And then uh, the attorney general was like, oh, wow, people dressed up in blackface? I dressed up in blackface too, and I was like, yeah, first off, you did to volunteer that information, yeah, volunteer. right. But also, I mean, I'm kind of gl- I'm kind of glad you did because <laughs> at least no, we know, Unless least know a little bit more about yeah. you.
1: I just really wish I was still in school when like, all this stuff was going on yeah. because then I could just look around my class and see who not to be friends with anymore. Yeah, like, for real. He <laughs> was a little that. too excited about things. Oh, right. okay. That's how you
0: really feel, huh? Oh, okay. geez. But uh, <laughs> hey, there's still a couple of days left in February. We, might, we should just extend Black History Month into March just to make up for all the... Or we can learn about it all year long That's good. like yeah. we do every other type of people. Part. It's just white people that get the... Well, I didn't, I, I, didn't want to
1: come off being the racist, so uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> don't no worry on
0: behalf of I appreciate of it of my people I got you
1: how about we just yeah how about we just learn about my people all, all year round? you that's know true. you're not gonna have, you're not gonna fight an argument in this uh, in this I, room I right? know I, that's why I hang out <laughs> with you you guys are you guys are quality people you guys are quality I appreciate
0: that <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna include all this in the podcast but <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes it makes it whatever that's, doesn't you that's know it's true we'll cover you where we can so <laughs> I didn't know where we were going speaking there of,
1: <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of great black people have you heard about the Zion Wilson kids <laughs> D. Wade. <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. One of my favorite prominent
0: African-Americans. <laughs> Not even five minutes in. Gee. Hero and icon. Oh man. They should read. They- did you know that they changed Miami-Dade County to Miami-Wade County after uh, 2006? For like, I think it was like a week. It was Miami-Wade County. Well, that's fine. Here in Lakeland. They um, should just it- rename it per- like, permanently. Oh, after Lakeland, the Florida Southern
1: Mocs men's basketball team had a day named after it as well. Really? Which day was that? Um, it was... I got to look back at my date and my calendar. Um, but it was only like that that day, that year. It's uh-huh. not like every year it's that
0: day. It should, it should be an every year celebration. I wish. So every does. year you come back, descend on the city from wherever you guys are, all of your teammates. That would mean I would have to leave. Right. But I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you live in Tampa. It's <laughs> technically <laughs> to descend upon Lakeland. That's I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, welcome to
0: somewhat sports. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, yeah, an, what an introduction a lot
0: more emphasis on the somewhat yeah. today than the sports but yeah, yeah not a you whole know. lot going on in the sports world <laughs> this week although uh zion williamson definitely caught a lot of the, uh, the headlines for his shoe explosion nike getting a little bit of backlash there because uh it was their shoe not the first time that a shoe has exploded and happened to manu ginobili a couple of years back it happened to calvin cambridge as well right right way way back
1: <laughs> right a long time ago <laughs> i don't know if you guys uh Excuse me. Could you tell that
0: story? <laughs>
1: so um, it's all about this young kid. He's who's got some uh, some great basketball talent. You know, I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody. If you uh, if you don't know what I'm getting to, please go back and watch. Like Mike, we'll <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. I'm not going to actually tell you the the entire story, but um, great guy. He had a lot of talent, and it's just sad to see uh, sad to see
0: injuries like that kind That's of a, based on a true story, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't not. know how true it could be, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not at all. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) sticking to reality, sticking to reality. um, Yeah. Zion Williamson, man. People who paid $2,500 for a ticket. Wow. To go see Zion Williamson. Because really, I mean, no offense to RJ Barrett, but like no one's going to go see Duke because of... How about reddish? Yo, there's not. Nah. There's star. Don't get me wrong. There's star power on that roster, but people go to go see Zion. There's like there's been talented basketball players in the past that have played through the collegiate ranks. No one is paying twenty five hundred dollars to go see Carl Anthony Towns when he was playing. Like it's just not. But let's be fair though. That that was a huge matchup between those two teams. Right.
1: Um. A lot of history there. And with there. the the size of that gym, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like. I'm not saying that the price was not inflation because of Zion, but I don't want to say he was the only reason why the prices were that high. Like, mm. you got to think about it. a rivalry with both of those teams being ranked. Right. Um, you know what I mean? The, the talent that they have on there and the fact that that gym only holds 200 people. Like, There's obviously more than 200, but you get my point. Right. Like, I'm just saying, I don't, think, I don't think
0: Zion is the only reason. Mm, I mean, they would still sell the tickets for a lot of money if Zion wasn't there, but the only reason why it's going for $2,500 is because... I mean, yeah, okay, <laughs> but I, I mean... But let's, we'd have to look at some ticket prices to see... Like, yeah, what the average personal, ticket price yeah, yeah, of, yeah, a, of like a Duke how much was uh, North Carolina raised? basketball game is. Anyways, I, 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 do, I do feel for, for Zion. Thankfully, that injury that he had to his knee because of his shoe exploding wasn't considered super serious. So it was yeah. like a grade one uh, knee sprain so not not super serious Of course it could have been a lot worse so we're all we're all thankful for that uh, a lot of talk going around that zion should make this into a business decision and not play the rest of the season because he's already kind of shown these nba teams that hey man i'm when i'm healthy i'm i'm deserving of a of a number one number two maybe number three pick if you know uh, you can see him being passed on by a couple teams but no more i don't think than you know by two two players Two teams, excuse me. So, do you think that he makes a business decision, seeing how close he came to to a big injury? I mean, how I mean, obviously, it would impact his his draft stock by a lot. Do you see him maybe saying, "I'm not going to play the rest of the season"?
2: Uh, I don't see him. I don't see him doing that. No, I think he wants to play. I think so too. I think he wants to play, and I don't think him sitting out would do him too too good because. You can see like the evolution from when he was playing in high school, watching those videos to where he is now playing as a mm-hmm. player. And granted, he still needs to work on his jump shot and everything, but sure. you can kind of see in that short amount of time what specifically playing for Coach K with high competition sure. has done for him. So if I got hurt, I would be wanting to come back. He's only gonna be there for a year. Mm-hmm. I think he should try to come back on his own terms and play. Right. And um I think that's probably the best decision for him.
0: You know, I, I would be inclined to agree. I I heard Stan Van Gundy on ESPN talking about at what point do we kind of think about like everyone's talking about the whole dollars and cents of it. Whether you know when it comes to like making an investment, like oh, do you want to risk taking an injury in your first year in the NCAA? But when you think about what precedent does that set going forward, you know, like what happens in a in a contract year. You know, you get, you know, if you're in the NBA, you're coming up, you know, maybe getting a big contract. You've shown your value over the course of your rookie contract. And then, you know, hey, you know, halfway through the season, you know, hey, oh, I'm not feeling so great, coach. Like, you know, what precedent does that set for maybe, you know, making it a money decision before making it a basketball decision? And how does that play into what teams? Are going to think about a player when it comes to, you know, if he decides to sit out a season like, oh, he's obviously only about the, the dollars and cents of it, not about the love of the game and wanting to go out there and actually play basketball. Do you think that if he did decide that he was going to sit out the rest of the season, do you think his draft stock would fall a couple picks because of that? I think it would only because of like, like
1: you said, you have to then think or uh, take that into consideration. You know, mm-hmm. like they do the interviews um, as well during the combines and stuff like that. They, yeah. you know, certain t- certain teams will meet with guys that they have a chance to draft just to kind of get mm-hmm. a, a feel for them on a personal level as well. So one thing about Zion, I think he works too hard. I think he has an amazing motor for somebody that size. Oh yeah, you know, with that talent, his motor is ridiculous. Yeah. So I just feel like it's it's hard to bottle that up. You know, I don't see him being healthy and not getting out there. I just don't see him with what he's shown us so far Mm -hmm. as a competitor. I don't think that would be an issue. But what I think is good for Duke is a lot of these guys, like you said, you know, the other uh, the other stars on the team, Mm -hmm. Reddish, um, Barrett. Barrett, guys like that get to step up. They get to be in the limelight now. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, I think they want to have Zion out there too, but this is more of a chance, instead of Zion slipping, I think this is more of a chance for guys like that to raise their stock, to show what they're able to do while he's gone, get the confidence that they're going to need, because I think that's going to really make them a special team once March comes is the confidence that those guys are about right. to get now with Zion out
0: I agree and I think that like you said you know being able to showcase your talent without having that that premier star there will kind of help like I mean when you when you think about what happened with the Celtics when Kyrie wasn't there Gordon Hayward wasn't there all these guys came out and said hey look my name is Jason Tatum I'm really good at basketball yeah you know and people wouldn't necessarily consider him a or him uh, Terry Rozier also another another uh, Jalen Brown yeah right. like those like, guys Marcus Smart everyone yeah I get and so yeah I mean when you look at Duke basketball I mean those guys to make it to that level and play for that coach and that program you, you're not a slouch if you're playing if you're playing for Duke so yeah like you said it'll be a, a good opportunity for some of the other guys to get some some exposure uh, I do think though like you said that Zion will come back just based on how he plays the game and how much. Because he's already had the star power attributed to him, right, for a long time, but that doesn't—that hasn't kept him. It's not like a Jadavian Clowney when he was playing for South Carolina, where he's like, "All right, I'm good enough. I'm not really going to play that much anymore." People see how good I am. But again, J- Jadavian Clowney has played pretty well for the Texans. You know, no one's really accusing him of taking plays off for of the Texans. But when you look at the way Zion has played, you know, even while having that limelight, you can see that he still he cares a lot about that team, and he cares a lot about. Just the game of basketball, and he wants to get to that ultimate level, that national championship. And you know, I think that they could do it. What do you guys think? I don't know because they ended up losing that game, didn't they? Well, I mean, Zion left with like thirty seconds left. So, yeah, it's not thirty seconds left. Or sorry, thirty seconds seconds into the game. Yeah, sorry. Right, so it's pretty much showing you like what kind of team they're gonna be without him. Right, but that was again they've had Zion all season, taking your you know one of the focal points of that offense out of there. Is going to change your team. You're not going to. I mean, right. you can make all the adjustments you want during the game, but you need to practice without him if you're going to be any good. But if he was going to leave, 30 seconds into the game would be your best shot to, to right. make adjustments. Yeah. To, <laughs> no,
2: I, I agree. It's not like he, they were playing with him for like the first half, and then he gets injured.
0: Right. I'm not going to disagree with you. Second, but I mean, I, I, like I said, it's a it's a grade one sprain. I think he'll be back before the the big dance starts. Do you think they're they're going to make a push with uh when Stein comes back healthy? I I think so. I mean, you could
1: see in that South Carolina game, um, Zion has the ability that there's other good players and they work hard. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But Zion has like that that pit bull mentality to him that sure. like regardless of the score, he's always going. He's 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 always 100. percent It seems like like I said he I I feel like the reason he won't sit out and the reason I'll say this is because of a guy Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. So just stay with me here, Deion, Deion. Right here, <laughs> I think your image is everything. How you portray yourself is important. Sure. And that's how you make your off the court, off the field moves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Dion, when he was coming to the NFL in his combine, ran his 40, nothing else. That's all you get out of me because that's <laughs> who he was. Like, that's who he sold himself off of. Sure. Zion is selling himself as the guy who shouldn't be playing basketball. He's too big. You know, mm-hmm. he's too athletic. He's a freak. He's so, playing tight end. Yeah, exactly. Awesome where, yeah. So for him to sit out, it almost like as a, as a coach at the next level, I'm almost taken back by this because here you are showing me this one aspect of you this is who you're selling me as but yet you don't want to come back on the court Mm -hmm. like it's it would be kind of a contradiction so I feel like that alone because of who he's trying to sell himself as to the next level I think he has to come back and like I said once these guys kind of find themselves and and realize that you know there's a niche for them as well I think they just be I don't I don't like Duke winning at all just because I I love a good upset but I think they they make a, a very deep run
0: Okay. Now, I have a question for you guys cuz you guys did play college basketball. You know, obviously you guys played at the D2 level, not the the D1 level, but there is still a parallel there. There is the possibility that Zion's parents say, "Hey, like you got to start thinking about protecting yourself." Do you think they'll have a say in in that if you know, he says, "Oh, I want to come back and I want to play with my with my friends. I want to, you know, play for for Duke basketball and get us a championship." Do you think his parents, like in your situations, you know, if your parents, you know, had said, "Hey, you know, I don't want you playing for the rest of the season. Your health is more important," or you know, whatever the case may be, would you have taken that into account if you're a college basketball player? I'm definitely taking
2: that into account, just because us <clears throat> people have been in your corner and have your best interest right in you, your whole life. Um, at the end of the day, it's his decision we're talking probably about a couple more months of college basketball um mm-hmm. it's really going to be up to him i don't uh you mentioned before like his his draft stock going down I don't, if anything it's going from 1 to 3 right. 1 to 4 like i don't yeah. think it's going to go down too much um they could always Kawhi Leonard the situation and just drag out the <laughs> undisclosed that injury.
0: injury yeah he has got a quad bruise oh, he it's needs to weird. fly out to la to, to
2: see a, <laughs> for yeah. a second opinion but right. I think he'll take all that into um into account, but at the end of the day I think he's came out and said that he wants to come back. So right. whether he's he says it now and doesn't come back. <laughs> right. Well
0: uh, let me ask let me ask you this, uh Bubby, since you had a, a national championship run, I hate to, to bring that up again for you, Josh, uh, John. I know that's a that's a sore <laughs> no, subject part of it. Of it. Um, but but Bubby, if you know that that championship year, like you had a, a chance to to solidify yourself as a national champion, I feel I feel like at the beginning of the season, knowing how close you came the season before, I feel like you kind of not that you anticipated another trip to the finals, but you you thought that there was definitely that opportunity with the with the guys that you had on that squad. Now let's say you get injured yourself. You know, sometime during the the regional tournament or towards the end of the season, knowing that you had a roster that could compete with the best of the best, because you guys were favored. what halfway through the season, right? You were climbing the the rankings pretty deep into the season. Yeah, I think we we had finished
1: number. I think we were number one in the country for like a couple weeks before conference tournament started. Right. Yeah.
0: So at that point, let's say you know <laughs> if you were going to make a a multi million dollar endorsement deal, let's say you know, at the end of your your collegiate career. But you had to sit out halfway through that run. Is that something that you would have done? <laughs> it's
1: funny that you asked me this question because um, I would have never taken that opportunity because anybody offering me multi million dollars for the stats I put up, it doesn't sound very trustworthy anyway. <laughs> uh, so I would have definitely finished it off. There's, there's seven points and four rebounds. They get money out. for let's not be disrespectful, baby. Eight and eight. All right. But listen. That's <laughs> um, almost a double
0: double. End of the season, you know, we'll we'll talk we'll talk stats later, man. I'm not here to am not here to boast. <laughs> but no. but you know, in, but, in a situation like I mean, you 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 kind of came close to that. I I think
1: it it's it's too totally I just feel like it's two totally different circumstances to weigh just because like it's it's I see what you're saying and I guess I would for one I just love playing. I just love to play. Right. So like I've played through a couple injuries before and even like um broke a bone in my foot and tried to play um, at a previous school before I transferred mm-hmm. to Florida Southern. So I feel like when you want to play, you're going to be out there. You know, There's right. very few people that – I mean, in the NBA, NBA, it's a different story. 82 games, obviously, you got to take a little bit care of your body. But a guy like as young as he is uh, with the love for the game, the, the way he has, I feel like, yes, his parents may tell him or they may step in thinking of a, a coin – uh, you know, outlook on things. Hey, down the line, let's make sure that we can protect your your value, your money. But at the end of right. the day, when you're the size that Zion, Zion Smith, I mean Zion Williamson is, yeah. like, you make your decisions for yourself. Like him, that big, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> oh, you can tell you what you want. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like they're not gonna argue with him. Right. And they, I think they put, you know, they have enough faith in the, in, the, in the guy as well because you know, like you said, even down the line, if you're making decisions for me now, like. Are you going to always make decisions for me? Like, you sure. know,
2: someday, at some time, you have to kind of let me do what's best for me. Sure. I'll, t- I'll tell you what decision they need to help him make. What's is, that? Is what shoe to wear because clearly his feet are too big for <laughs> narrow, bold George shoes. I saw on Twitter that yeah. they were saying he should just play in Tim's <laughs> I it was He might have to. <laughs> it's a working man out there. <laughs> That's what he needs. Some industrial, just steel construction, uh, combat
1: boots, the ones that go halfway up the calf yeah. muscle.
2: <laughs> he can't play in no KDs or Paul George's, he's breaking out of every single one of those. Shoes. Yeah, he needs some shacks. Like, let's
1: let's <laughs> let's wear the shoe of a guy that resembles your body. I really type. think his foot
2: is too wide to be playing in almost Nikes in general because they a, a lot of them are
0: narrow shoes, yeah, so. but I mean. With that kind of money, you can get a custom fit shoe, even if it is for a college
2: yeah, I player. Think it's, it's about that time.
0: You know, yeah. just get out there. and <laughs> you, you, They can't call it the, the Zions because of the uh, the NCAA infractions, but I'm sure you can kind of work with Nike a little bit. Infractions. NCAA. I was never good at math. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this kind of brings me to, to the whole idea of yeah, – because, again, we're talking about Zion Williamson and his – his future prospects. You get I just hope people don't think I'm an idiot. Like it's a joke when I, say I don't think it. everybody caught it though.
1: You said infractions. I said I'm I, w- I was never good at In math. It. I it's, try I try well, to
2: let you keep going so it can like slowly like get away from Bobby, but he just keeps No, he back. was
1: I just like so making clearly. jokes and I feel like the viewers are going back is, is he really Continue.
0: That's what I thought. I just kinda let it go. I was like, I don't get the jugger- <laughs> and it's gonna be jogging. Infractions, infra- okay. Keep going. Well I did. Swing and a miss. I was talking oh, about save about it. you I ah, you John. Cool. I wish I had like a sound effect so I could just play like a. Yeah. Just, I want to isolate that sound and make it every time someone makes a some bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> the <kaala>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, man. I'm over it. I'm
0: All right. It. Going back to my point talking about Zion Williamson and you know the the potential business decisions that come with you know whether or not you should forfeit the rest of your collegiate career so that way you can focus on getting yourself ready for a professional career now that i think that the Zion thing has kind of propelled the discussion forward a little bit when it comes to college athletes getting their opportunity to make money off of their own likeness or when it comes to you know maybe completely not necessarily getting rid of the ncaa when it comes to having that be an option for college basketball players but giving players the option to go directly from high school to the pro level if they are you know if they're good enough to get drafted um do you guys think that you know the the one and done rule is going to be gone in the next couple of years well we brought up two things. Which one are we talking about? Well, I, I want to talk about the the one and done rule first. Do you think that's something that's I mean, I know they kind of proposed that uh recently that, you know, if you're eighteen you can just enter the NBA draft. It's just a, you know, of course, just a proposal, not anything that's that's set in stone. But do you think that the one and done rule is, is long gone? Or I guess not long gone, but is uh on the way out? Is it working? <laughs> I mean what what do you define as working because i feel like a, a lot a big reason for the one and done rule was to kind of keep the ncaa as a i guess a premier organization when it comes because like right now especially march madness a lot of it you know for a lot of people is appointment basketball you know you just want to watch it you know as soon as it, a lot of people don't really pay attention too much during the regular season for college basketball but once march madness heats up you know it's something that you you really look forward to um but I feel like if you don't have necessarily those premier players, like a Zion Williamson or you know some of these guys who could have gone straight from high school to the the pro level, does that kind of give, I guess, credence to the idea that the one-and-done rule is really the only thing keeping hmm. Division I NCAA basketball kind of at the forefront, at least when it comes to March Madness?
2: Yeah. I think that's like their last hope because if they had guys going straight from high school, you wouldn't have all these players that um, – uh, are, are making March Madness so popular mm-hmm. that moment? As far as if it's working for the NBA, I don't think it is. I think <laughs> you're opening a chance for uh, people to get injured before they come in. Um, right. Some guys are ready. I think we have the the G League to 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 kind of gauge whether someone is ready or not. But right. a lot of the times, you know, if somebody's ready to come out of high school, and it's not like football where you can say. You know, they're not physically ready. A lot of times, it's, mm-hmm. do they have the skill or not? Um, they're seven-footed. What kind of skills do they have? You got guys coming from overseas. Um, it's it's a lot of different options, and I don't think the one – I think the one and done is just like a waste of time for the players. But it is good for the NCA to hold on to, you know, those those stars that they can get in for at least one year and kind of keep March Madness going.
0: If, I mean, do you think it's gone though? Do you think that we're we're getting to the point where the, you know all the the lobbying power that the NCAA has on on the NBA and saying, hey, like, can you please you know institute this rule? Do you think it's going to stick around for for much longer?
1: What I would say is, if
0: if that is the
1: only reason why we have the one and done, if the only reason is to save face for the NCAA, then without a doubt, I think we've just made more of a case for allowing college players to get paid. You yeah. are forcing me to do one year here so that these schools can benefit and that March Madness can benefit while I still cannot get any monetary value whatsoever out of playing my one year here. Right. Like, and, and I know we've already talked about, like, should college athletes be paid? And, you know, we have our opinion on that. And um, although I don't think that. The school should owe them money. I think if they make the decision to go there, then they should still you know John made this point as well they should be able to get paid for their Jersey sales mm. or they should be able to sign a contract with Nike and make money for themselves as well but right. if we're only if we're only telling Zion Williamson that he can't go straight to the NBA because I need to make money off of you first here at Duke for one year that's what it seems that's, like that's ridiculous case. like if that's the only reason why we have guys go one one and done because It should be because we don't feel that they're 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 ready yet, or you know it should that should be what the NCAA and the NBA lean towards. Please don't come out and admit that we just want to make one year off of money because if that's the case, then
0: well, because I mean there is something to be said for the idea of eighteen year old kids who are fresh out of out of high school. I mean, I know myself straight out of high school. I was not the you know composed mature adult that you see before you today why don't look so surprised Bubby, okay relax okay i'm just saying that there's a lot of, there's a lot of maturity that happens you know a lot of uh, maturation that happens between the point where you leave high school and where you really become like a full-fledged like adult you know a functioning member of of society but i feel like that's not what the NCAA is doing by keeping no. you know, these guys here. The NBA they're is still away not from gonna, home.
2: And it's, it's not, just... not going to happen in one year. Yeah, know? right.
1: And they're still away from home. There's no mom and daddy there. They're most of them are out of the state. You know right. what I mean? Like they're still they're still learning those life lessons just right. in a college jersey instead of an NBA jersey. Like exactly. those guys are still out there making mistakes
0: exactly and it, I, I just to me there it's it is kind of a, a weird situation because it is tough to to say that yeah like it's a great idea to give you know an 18 year old kid a, a multi million dollar contract straight out of high school i feel like there's a lot of of danger that that poses and i think that it's it's up to the nba to have a if they're really that concerned about how mature these kids are coming straight out of high school and the the potential failure rate for some of these guys on a personal level, you know, coming out after high school and getting into the NBA and having, you know, all this money all, you know, all of a sudden, i think that the MBA just needs to do a better job of providing I guess you know some of those services on how to how to be a professional and how to handle your money and stuff like that. Like maybe you know some sort of like you know classes on like making good investments and the potential pitfalls of having you know such a a, a strong um, influx of of cash right away. Because a lot of these kids are coming from situations that don't have you know they don't haven't had any money their entire lives, and all of a sudden you're giving these kids you know millions of dollars in a year. That changes you know the way you think about things. Right. So if that's if that's the issue that the NBA says that there is that that's why we need a one and done rule, you know, because they need to mature for a year, I guess, in in the NCAA, that's not something that they should rely on the NCAA for. It should be something that the NBA handles, you know, from like a program standpoint where they can hire people like experts to come out and say, hey, listen, like, you know there's a lot more to being a professional basketball player and having success in this league and in your life besides just going out there and playing the game of basketball. Yeah,
2: but I think it takes more than one year. So that's why I think when people bring that up as far as like the NCAA, I don't mm-hmm. think that applies to anything outside of
0: of basketball. And that's why I struggle to like think of like what the purpose of the rule is. I just feel like it just should be just taken out completely. The one and done rule I think has shown that it's not really a, a success story. I mean, what has it really done? What's the difference between a kid coming out of high school? I mean, I mean, look at LeBron, look at KG. I mean, not to say that you know there aren't other guys who didn't really make it coming out of high school and going to the professional level, but there are success stories and people making that transition and making it well. I think it would just be better if we just cut out the middleman and let the NCAA be for kids who maybe don't have that premier talent right away, who just need to you know have a little more polish on their game as opposed to forcing these kids who have the ability, all the ability in the world, to go out there. They're 18. Go out and make your money. <laughs> right. You know, If the NBA wants to do something to make sure that they're, the, you know, the, the guys are ready when they come out of high school, that's something they can institute as their own program, but they don't need the NCAA to be a one-year babysitter unless they're just doing it to keep the NCAA as a premier institution alive.
2: Ding, ding, ding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think we're all...
2: In agreement on this, I don't. I haven't heard too many arguments against. Right. Well, <laughs> against when we
0: first it. got here, and we were talking before the show, I was I was saying how I think that all NCAA play, players should be paid. But I think Bubby had had the better solution, which is like if you have the ability to get paid off of your own likeness, then you might as well have that ability as opposed to trying to spread the wealth between all these people who you know maybe aren't making the program all that money.
1: Yeah, I just think. You know, and we've seen stories uh, previously about. uh, I know we this brought up the conversation about the uh, YouTube kicker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lost lost his scholarship. Like, don't knock these guys for finding a way to make money. At the end of the day, that's why we all go to college, so that we can find a good job, so that we can make good money. Right. So don't stop people for, you know, especially with the society that we live in today. Mm -hmm. Social media is crazy. You know, it's at at the tips of our hands like, hey, you know, we have a podcast. I don't Um, know. Right. People have taken a chance to listen to that, but um, there's plenty of opportunities <laughs> yeah. out there for people to be successful. So instead of limiting these guys, I just feel like you cannot receive money from the school. That mm-hmm. that helps with eliminating ways of getting k- right, kids like recruited stuff, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all the money that you make has to be on your own time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you can, if you are good enough to receive a scholarship, I mean, you know, a deal with Nike, fine. Endorsement deal, yeah. Yeah, that's great. On your own, or if you have a YouTube channel that people watch. That you want to monetize, yeah. Fine. But everything within the house of of the school itself, just take away from it. But I think, you know, if you're you're a kid let them make the money
2: yeah then you also have to think about like we're talking about the superstars on the team and the people bring in the most money what about the walk-ons and the guys who don't play as much who don't have any intentions on playing after after they graduate or after um after school what what are they going to do in the in the in the meantime like Mm -hmm. how do they how do they kind of prepare themselves for when they graduate out of school even ones who aren't on scholarship you're in like a a double negative there, like you—you're not getting your school paid for, it and you're not allowed to go make money, right? On the side, of NCAA, based on that. yeah. So just like in consideration with every type of player, I think is it benefits them to not say that the NCAA should pay them, mm-hmm. but they should be able to get paid um, based on their likeness.
0: Right. I uh, I 100% agree. I think it's totally unfair, and that's definitely a good middle ground where the you know, the institution isn't directly responsible for paying the athletes, but the athletes have, you know, can get paid off of the work that they're putting in. Right. You know, and even if it's, like you said, you know, a guy who's you know towards the end of the bench, practice squad guy who wants to go out, and I I know the guy who made the YouTube channel, wasn't like a USF kicker or something like that? I can't remember where he was from. Yeah, I I can't remember. I'd have to pull up his YouTube, but, I mean, yeah, it was mainly about like, just some really
1: cool kicks that he could do, and like, uh, he did some of the skits that, like, we see B. do. Right, it's it's just funny stuff. He's, He's a
0: talented guy in more ways than just kicking a football he was just able to to incorporate some of that into his into his uh into his videos and monetize them and you know some of those end of the bench guys who like you said aren't getting scholarships it might be a good idea to give them an incentive to maybe try something and try to make money on their own outside of trying to make it to the nfl which a lot of these end of the bench guys realistically is not going to happen now i do want to talk about since we're talking about football a little bit and i guess we're (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, think I was like oh, well, are we talking no, about, well, yeah you're right, you're right. We, we mentioned thank, a kicker thank we you mentioned we did mention a kicker. The, a kicker the one last position on, on the football team that would make you think football but we did you're lucky I didn't kicker. mention Dwayne Wade <sighs> Here we go. Two name drops, <laughs> just like the All Star Game for no reason. Uh,
0: <laughs> I just had to get my uh, my guy in there. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> I love you. I hope you listen one day, D. Wait. I do. I man. do hope you listen. He's gonna have a lot of free time next uh, next season. So hopefully he uh he checks back on the on the beginnings of this podcast. Do anyway. a little jersey swap, right? Oh my God, I love a jersey swap. But I, don't I don't know what if jersey he comes to about. Lakeland and does yeah. a jersey swap. That is the goal of this podcast, right? I have a hoodie that I'm wearing right now. I'll give it to him. <laughs> I got a jersey. I got it too. Dude, I don't have a jersey to give him. I have a damn Marino jersey, but I don't think he's going to want that. It's not really. <laughs> Anyways, uh, taking a look at when it comes to amateurism and the NFL, what do you think the chances are? Because like you said, we're having this conversation now, and that's a conversation that's been brought up even by the, the NBA itself about potentially limiting uh, – or not limiting, but getting rid of the, the one-and-done rule. Football – College football has, I guess, a, th- a three-and-done rule, <laughs> for lack huh. of a better word, um, where you have to complete three years in, uh, in the NCAA. You, doesn't, you don't have to play all three years, but at least you, know, you have to have been enrolled in a, in a college institution for three years before you're eligible to I go to the NFL had, draft. Does it have to be college? Can, okay. they, can they sit out for three years? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on that. That's I, I don't, don't know either. I don't know how many people take that route. That doesn't seem like a like good idea. <laughs> going to go home and train with Uncle Rico. You're going to go to IMG Academy, and uh, it's going to be great. But what do you think about the idea, especially with like with some of these like minor leagues popping up, the AAF, and then the the XFL is going to kind of get, get get things going uh, and resurface again in the next uh, year or two do you think that that kind of opens the door for maybe there being a sort of nfl farm system where maybe instead of having to go the ncaa route and having to play for you know a major d1 program that maybe some of these guys can go and get some money right away after high school maybe go into the uh into some of these minor minor football leagues and and buy their time before they go to the nfl no no no
2: what no why not (laughs) please don't do it no I, I'll throw you the oop if you want.
0: I'll no, I'll no, no, you,
1: you go ahead and finish, finish I'm gonna the I'm going to finish the break. Yes, I'm going to finish sir. the
2: break. <laughs> Football is completely different because we're dealing with probably the most physical sport. And what we're saying is, do we want to create a system where people can be somewhat introduced to that NFL atmosphere, to that level of play early, and kind of be eased into it? I don't think there's any, like, middle ground between, like, College football and in um, the NFL where you mentioned like the AAF that is coming in mm-hmm. to me I think that's just as physical or even more physical than
0: NFL I don't think it's more physical I know that there's more like hits and stuff on the quarterback that are legal and they don't protect the quarterback as much but that's mainly just like quarterback rules I don't think that when it comes to like trench play like between offensive and defensive linemen or like you know linebackers on on running backs is any different than NFL tackling personally I I mean I saw that clip where the the quarterback basically lost his entire head I know it it was just his helmet that came off but you could have convinced me that his head was still inside of the helmet and I would have believed you because of how hard he got hit but I think it's just like the quarterback position specifically you know and and if you want to say like you know if you're a quarterback it might be in your best interest to stay in college football if you're going to be taking hits like that in the AAF but when it comes to like offensive linemen defensive linemen um, who could maybe benefit from having a a more physical style of play early to kind of get some seasoning earlier in your in your career, um, I don't know. It Might so, be beneficial.
2: So when are you saying they should leave? Like are, you're not talking I'm about high school kids,
0: are you? I'm talking about high school, or maybe guys who mm. who maybe are, are one year into the into the college football thing, and maybe they're not you know starting where they said they were going to be starting. Let's say that you know they get recruited by alabama and maybe instead of transferring to another school because we've had all these transfers going on in the ncaa maybe instead of having something like that happen they do a year in in college say hey like i lost my starting job you know going into spring ball they're not going to have me in the starting unit anymore you know yeah i should go make my money elsewhere i've already got a season in, in collegiate football I think that the depending on the situation, some of these minor NFL or not NFL, but some of these minor professional football leagues might be interested in recruiting some of that talent and saying, hey, you know, why play for free when you can play, you know, football in the AAF, make $250,000 a year, and, uh, you know, play for some of these coaches. I mean, you got coaches out there like, you know, Steve Spurrier, old ball coaches out there. You know, the coaches are, I think, some of the most high profile <laughs> people on some of these. Uh, some of these teams. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's something to be said because that that is professional talent. If you can play well against... I mean, again, some of these guys are kind of washed and out of the league a little bit. But if you're an up-and-comer and you're playing against guys who are used to NFL speed, that might give you an edge going forward and you get paid when you do it. I think that
1: football is such a gladiator sport. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have to be a certain age to enlist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, And that's to go to war. I, obviously, I get that. But it's mm-hmm. like... When I think of football, I think of such a—it's every single play is a hard hit. Like those people, people playing in the NFL it to to getting into a car accident, right? You know what I mean. And like to ask an eighteen-year-old, like when you look at an eighteen-year-old coming out of high school, one thing that always stands out, like before the highlight tape starts, mm-hmm. you know which one the star is because he's so much bigger than everybody, he's so much stronger than everybody, so much faster than everybody else. Sure. So. When you take them and they don't really understand the, you know, the advantages of football, they don't, they don't know the veteran, mo- the veteran moves, they don't know like, the cheats to over the game, how to make it easier for yourself. Right. And you just throw a guy in there who now has to play against people who are his own size, mm-hmm. are just as fast as him, is not faster. They're stronger than him. Right. Like, there's a different type of strength. Like I don't care if you, if you never work out in your, in, a day in your life. Being in high school and being a grown
0: man, you, you automatically have two different types of strength. I agree, but these guys are coming out of high school. Though. They're already 18, you know. I, I just, and I'm not saying you have to throw them into into a game situation right away, but at least they go and they make the roster. They make a little bit of money. They hit you know the practice squad where they can do some more you know an emphasis on strength and conditioning and play against some of these guys in practice. I mean, I when I when, when I was a freshman, I was you know 14, 15 years old, right. Once the season was over, they put me on varsity right towards the end of the season do like practice squad stuff and then play games you know, on varsity against other against other schools you know towards the end of the game if we were blowing them out they would put us in there and stuff like that right there's a huge physiological difference between a 15 year old boy and an 18 year old for sure yeah, there's a lot of puberty that happens between point a Let's and point so. b <laughs> yeah <laughs> your results may vary i'm not going to say it's for sure but for the for the most part you know when you when you go out there and you're playing as 18 year olds and you're 15 there is a, a size difference there's a muscle difference you know and these guys are bigger faster stronger and you, you can get your butt kicked it's football it's what it's what happens but what happens is you, the reason why you get called up at the end of the year is so that way they can say you can evaluate you against some of these guys who are bigger faster stronger and get you used to those guys who are bigger Faster, stronger. So when the next spring rolls around, you're already you've already had experience against that talent already, that level of of maturity, but, and it makes it easier for you going forward when you hit age 16, 17. But
2: you, you don't you don't think college football is is doing a good job of getting people prepared for? Because the the argument we made with basketball was these one and dunce and even if it was two years it's really not doing too much for them as far as getting them ready for the NBA like either they're ready or not and
0: they can do that I'm not yeah I know that basketball is a different sport so it's a much more finesse sport and it relies a lot on your shooting and your defense it's not as much of a contact sport as football I understand that
2: but, but are you are you saying that the college football route isn't working right now like the three and done isn't working to ha- get them ready like it's a waste of time or I'm is it not, you think they should just make their money earlier
0: i'm not saying that th- i mean the system works from the sense that like there's a lot of people who i i, I would never say that you can go from being an 18 year old in high school straight to being on an nfl roster that per, i would say there's a 99.9 percent chance of if you just took all of the 18 year olds coming out of of high school right now that they wouldn't make it in the nfl if you were to just put it you put them right in right i'm saying that having to wait like when you look at some of these quarterbacks right like uh to tago i can't say the guy's last name i'm pretty sure that's what it is uh when you look at um trevor lawrence the guy from from clemson who you look at him he's really good right he's got all the talents I mean, at this point you're just waiting until he's draft eligible to get him on your team right <laughs> when it comes to playing football you know, these kids, it's, it's a very, it's a, like you said, it's a very physical sport. These kids are are doing a very physical sport, not for free. I mean, you're getting a scholarship, you're getting your meal plan stuff like that. And you're getting an education. That's nice. But it's like you said, a gladiator sport. And to me, you could make a case for getting some of these guys some money right out of high school as opposed to having them play such a such a tough sport, because football is even more lucrative than college basketball is. College basketball is. When you look at some of the highest paid, um, some of the highest paid government "quote unquote" officials in each state, they're all f- head football coaches because these these institutions are paying tens of millions of dollars a year to some of these football coaches. Yeah. I'm saying that it's kind of unfair that. Football players are kind of being exploited in the same way that some of these basketball players are, where they could be elsewhere making money right away, but they, instead they have to wait because of arbitrary but, rules.
2: But how many how many can you honestly say are NFL-ready when you see them either coming out of high school or their first year in college?
0: Again, I'm not saying that they're NFL-ready. I'm saying that they're... So if they're not ready, then why make the argument that they should... Because for me... When I look at the NCAA as an institution, <clears throat> they there are some benefits to having, you know, of course, organized, you know, football, you know, institutions, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you know that you are playing so you can get to the NFL, and you already have hype around you, where you have the, the popularity and people want to see you play against premier talent. Would you say that AAF football is a better gauge of top end talent than NCAA is sometimes? But just be, so I mean, you originally said that like to your
1: example, you got moved up at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Now to your point, it was great to practice with with those guys, sure. but you weren't really playing that much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was at the end of the game, and it was more of a an experience type thing. Sure. Now I'm not asking guys to come out of high school and substitute the experience of college learning from great coaches, like you said, these high-paying coaches, good competition. Um, you're on TV to go play in an arena football league, which it's, it's not it, arena football; it's regular football. Well, regular football, even you know, even the different football leagues. It, right. I mean, the new—I know the new league that they got going on now. But why would I ask someone to go play in something like that, where? The best players aren't going to go there because you're not going to, no. for one, you're not going to pay people a lot of money to just sit and practice and and get reps and get prepared for the NFL. If that league is going to pay them money, they want them to come in and produce right away. But you're not going to get, the top guys, I feel like, are not going to walk away from uh, going to college knowing that they have a chance at the NFL. I feel like you're going to get those guys who feel like they have something to prove that are D2, D3, um, you know, maybe um CIAA maybe those guys who want to prove something will go there but then once again is it worth it for me to bring you over nobody really knows your name you're not going to help me sell tickets in my league like I want those big name guys and I just don't feel like those guys
0: would you don't see think there enough. would be any like top name guys who would be like listen I could play for free in the NCAA for you know for three years or I can make $250,000 a year playing in this league I would have to see contracts I don't I, I'm it's, that's the base salary for every player, is $250, it's $250,000. It's it, a year, it's not per game. It's a year. $250,000 a year? Yeah, for I don't know I mean, how many I, games this season would, is,
1: but I think you would definitely find some guys who who thought that they could play at that level and they would be they would be surprised. Right. They would be humbled I, very quickly. I, I don't football's I, just not it's totally like basketball where there where I'm not allowed to to use the one advantage I have by being older than you in my strength. Football is like that's a big part of it
0: is the fact that I don't know I just I think these I think the players will get better faster if you if you introduce them to better talent like NFL the guys who have already been through the NFL not necessarily like they made an impact in the NFL but guys who are used to that game speed I feel like that game speed is is faster than uh, than college football and I feel like if you're already on the on the fast track to get to the nfl you would be better served to go out and play and get fast get better faster playing against guys who have been in the nfl if that makes sense and you're getting paid while you're doing it i don't know necessarily that there's you know the ncaa has a lot of power i don't think that's going to be something that the that is going to happen um anytime soon but if the aaf presents that Possibility for guys who are coming out of high school to come out and, and maybe earn some money right out of high school. I feel like that would first off give the AAF and the XFL some star power. You know, because right now who's the biggest star in the in the AAF? Trent Richardson, Christian Hackenberg. Who? Are the, well, <laughs> who's you, up there?
2: well, you you gotta you gotta think. I don't want to stay on this too long, but you right. gotta you gotta think um, with the with the AAF. It's not a develop, development league. Mm-hmm. it's not it's not that's not what it's there for so these people are trying to they're honestly trying to to take over what the NFL the, the void that the NFL has and to do that you want to bring in superstars you don't want to take a chance of somebody who you think might be good in this environment against these leave. players. Right, and then eventually he wants to go to the NFL anyway, so you're not going to you know, waste that chance. And then the other thing is, my point was I don't think there's enough players. There's definitely some out there that we definitely can say they they can definitely play in this league. They're, they're ready for it, but I don't think there's enough for people in the AAF to take that chance to allow them to come to there and then what if they do show out in that league who's to say they won't want to go straight to the NFL after that so
0: I mean I'm just presenting the possibility that you know hey who knows they could potentially do that there's no rule I don't think against you know guys going from the from high school to the AAF I haven't seen anything about you know there being an age restriction on on joining the AAF you know and it, it might add an interesting wrinkle where there's like a competition aspect between you know some of these other you know additional football leagues some of these you know outside the nfl professional football leagues and trying to get some of these guys recruited out of out of high school i think that would be better for for football in general personally but again we don't have to stay on it for too so <laughs> yeah. long, <too> much longer <laughs> i just thought it would be an, an idea i think the know.
2: idea is good but i just don't think like Specifically, the AAF is a
0: is a good no, not necessarily specifically the AAF. I'm just saying, like a like where the possibility for an additional football league can come in and maybe talk to these kids and maybe push some of them away from the uh, from the NCAA, where they can go and get paid, get a little seasoning on them, and if they want to, you know, get a sign an NFL contract after that, they can.
1: Yeah. If anything, I will say it may do what um, LeVar Ball's league kind of did is yeah. kind of force the hand of either opening up the doors earlier for people, right. or starting to pay people now. Like I said, I don't think the NFL will ever open its doors earlier to let high school players in. Right. But at least maybe this league could, you know, could help kind of bridge the gap to letting college
0: players get paid. I think so too. Anyways, uh, we are pretty deep into this podcast. Do you guys have anything, uh, anything else you wanna you wanna add before we wrap things up? Let's picture this. Let's so say
2: you're sitting in the living room, right? Your wife and your son comes home one day, comes home one day and. Your wife goes, go ahead and tell him what you were telling me. And he goes, I want to do ballet. What's your first thought in your mind? my My first thought is, dang, I wish you, I wish it would have been basketball. That's
1: all I wanted but, to hear. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, though, and this is this is me being real. I grew up without my father, without my real father. So, like, the relationship that I have with my kids is probably going to be the most important thing to me. I'm not going to jeopardize me not having a good relationship with you because you're not doing something i want you to do like if if ballet is what it is no it's not what i want to do but at the end of the day you're healthy yeah you know you're you're happy yeah and you can even you can even go out and do ballet the fact that you can even get on them tippy toes and do the and do all that i'm happy for you i'm happy that
0: you're healthy i'm I'm not i'm not interested in ballet not at all and I'm much more interested in football. And it'd be cool to see my son be an elite football player. Yeah. You know, or even in you know, basketball basketball an Average football player. Right, exactly. Mm, you know, it yes. would be cool to go out there and watch my my son do the sport that I want, you know, that I enjoy watching that yeah. I'm most interested in. I'd be I'd be just as upset if my son decided he wanted to be a professional uh, rowboat guy. Right, as a ballet person, like I I just don't like watching the sports, it'd be really boring to have to go out there and watch them row a boat. I don't want to watch a ballet, but if that's what what someone wants to do, then I'll just let them do it. Let me ask you this, John.
1: And this is John, because I I don't think we're being honest. No,
0: no, I'm telling you that's
1: me being completely honest, and I've had this conversation like it's not what I want, but as, as long as I what I want is just.
2: It's just I, a think, I think I think we all can get to that point because the love of our sons and our, and our children are going to overcome like our first instinct. But I don't think like it may take like a year to get over that. I don't think like you're just easily going to say, you know what, if that's what you want. I don't think that conversation happens right away. I think it takes a year maybe two years to why, do that. Why
0: are you projecting your insecurity onto me, man? Yeah, like, like don't, don't tell me bro, why. That. It's 2019. It's 2019. It's 2019. Because that's, we've had conversations why, if, before if where it's like, feel, let fine. me ask you I this question. It doesn't bother
1: me at all. Would you rather your son be a decent basketball player, um, you know, makes his high school team, you go right. get to chair him at high school, maybe plays varsity, not not a great varsity player, right. but would you prefer that or would you prefer your son being the greatest Ballerina. I think, I think it's, baller- I
0: think it's I put- ballerino. I think it's a-
1: <laughs> boy. <laughs> if it is ballerino, then this this is hilarious I don't know. This is a- for me. <laughs> but which one would you prefer? No, In I'm both situations have- they're happy. Would you prefer that they be a decent basketball player or be the greatest ballerino um in the world?
2: Yeah. <laughs> be the greatest ballerino in the world. There you go. That's so not true.
1: That's not true. I can tell by your facial expression. I'm like, you know I don't, I, mean I
2: don't want to have this conversation because we're like, I don't think y'all are being realistic. Like, so you be real. Which one would you prefer? Be honest. A regular basketball player. You would rather him just
1: make it to the high school level. You got to pay for college.
2: Yeah, I respect. That's fine. That's, I uh, respect that's that. your
0: deal, but I
2: because I, I don't want to hear like oh the insecurity and stuff. Because if you pulled like a hundred people out of that, I don't think. That that same response that you guys had would, would come from everybody. No, if they were being completely honest, not but in a public forum in front of everybody. But
1: just because more people and but bro, there's only there's only three of us here. Like yeah. I, 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 don't I don't know how many people to yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, but this
2: is <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to listen to this what podcast. we so got like two hundred
1: <laughs> listens, easy. <laughs> but listen, no, I'm being serious though. Realistically, like I would do everything I can, and I feel like this is why you introduce them to the things you love. Mm-hmm. Like at a young age, I'm giving him a basketball, not ballerina shoes. At a young age, I'm buying a basketball shorts, It's not a tutu. But if for some reason he found his way to that, I can't. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, beat you because you don't want to dribble a well, basketball? Don't,
2: don't put that on me that I'm saying, like, I want to beat that out of my head. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you asked me would I rather him do this or do this, and I'm telling you I would rather him do this. I'm not saying that I wouldn't allow my son to yeah. do whatever he wants. I'm just saying, like, be real with yourself and in your heart, like, in the back of your mind, like, would you really want him to do that? Not saying that you wouldn't support it eventually and and get to that point, but just because you re- love of your son, you're gonna support him no matter what.
1: And realistically, I would definitely prefer my son being an average basketball player than an average ballerina. Because
0: I'd rather watch a basketball. Yeah,
1: player. for sure. But if he had a chance, and I, and that's why I just made it the extreme. I only made it an extreme to make to make you question it because, I, of course, I'd much rather him but play basketball you, than baller- but be but a ballerina. But if you ask
2: me the same question, like, would you support him? Like, obviously, I, I know would.
1: You I'm not trying to make you a bad guy. Listen, nobody should yeah, paint that picture, bro. <laughs> but you just
2: admitted that you would want him to play basketball and be a hundred percent yeah, because
0: that's what those are, those are our interests. Yeah, yeah so that's
2: but, exactly what I'm saying. But, no, but well, what I asked
1: you was to be the best ballerina ever or to be an average basketball. I, I personally would still rather my son be the best ballerina ever. That's go. money. This, no, I'm not paying yeah. for
0: college now. Oh, no. You're set, and and he's good at it, and he can make his own money. It's cool, man. It's 2019. I understand. I'm I'm this, oh I'm my god, you know, why you keep, up a why you keep bringing up the year? Because I understand we
2: only could be on one side now. Like we
1: can't. We agreed with you.
2: No, you don't.
1: Only on the. Only on the. I would always want. I would prefer my child to be the best at something positive over being mediocre at something I enjoy. Of course, because that's selfishly.
0: It's less money out of my pocket. Like, I would be, I would be bummed if he was like the greatest drug dealer of all time. Yeah, like, that's I, I bad. Would, like I'm not okay. Like with uh, you can pursue your passions, but if he wants to like deal coke, I'm like, dude, like that's yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna support that. Like, I don't think being a ballerina is that negative. No, it's, like, I mean, it's not. It's <laughs> not what I like, but it's not it's hurting cool. anybody. That's cool, me, yeah. catch
0: me in the box seats of the Nutcracker, man. Be and there.
1: being a ballerina is not bad. Like that's not like well, who said it was bad. I feel like that's what you're
2: making. The you gave us in the ultimatum. No, it's because we had two options and I chose which one I would rather him do. Right, that's fine. Listen, we're we're in agreement. I would rather rather him against me on every podcast. Don't you start getting soft just because me and him (laughs) (laughs) agree for once, right? Don't do this. I'm just saying, like, usually, like, there's a little bit of, like, oh, let me think about that. Like, you guys just jumped out. Like, I would, I'd support him 100%, whatever he does. Ballet is
1: not bad. There's, there's plenty of NFL players who took ballet back in the day. Mm. There's plenty of NBA players who took ballet for footwork. All right, man. Like, this is not a bad thing. All right. Ballet classes. I say all three of us go to one ballet class. Oh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Be part of the podcast network. There we go. Listen, man. We're going to
0: sign up for this
1: and keep us to our word. I want right, to do, a,
0: I wanna do a, a cooking class.
1: I like that. I want to do the little sip and, the, uh, sip and paint. Oh I yeah I wanna do one of those as well. We yeah. gotta we gotta plan some things.
0: Just us three that should do like weird stuff. Like it's <laughs> like, stereo- vlog, like it. stereotypically girl stuff, but like we all have a lot For of For the doing vlog. It. Yeah. Hey man. Ballet is first though. <sighs> you could pick the color tutu and all this shit. It's this a leotard. I don't, <laughs> I don't think the guys do tutus, they do leotards. Do they? Although we can't make John. No, he's gonna wear a tutu. tutu. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good idea. It's
1: twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> In case you guys don't have a calendar, John <laughs> dropping the date for Be you. Be careful <laughs> what
2: you say. Oh. <laughs> it's
1: cool, guys. How are we wrapping this up today? Anything special? Uh, I don't I, think so. Last week we all said each other's names.
0: Did we do that last week? Yeah. All these weeks starting started to bar together. I have no idea what we did what week. Just go
2: clockwise, or we could just say bye. But nobody said me yet. <laughs>
1: So we gotta do it. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you're gonna have you're gonna have your hands full with
0: this editing. Project. There's a lot of editing. Yeah, you'll figure do. it out. This though. was horrendous. You'll figure it out, top to bottom. Uh, you know, uh, I think that that'll do it. <laughs> I guess for us here at somewhat sports, um, the logo is coming along very well. We've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. I know people are waiting on the edge of their seats for all of these updates we got going on, but. There's a whole uh, whole thing going on here at Somewhat Sports, and we're really excited about it. I think that in the next couple of weeks or so, we'll definitely have all the uh, the imaging down, so we'll stop looking like a rinky-dink operation with my terrible Photoshop skills. Yeah, yeah. They are terrible. Thank you, I appreciate that. I don't see you doing any uh, any logo work over there. I, I edit the podcast. I uh, hey, I'm just here for my voice. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, I, this is all I, I give. I edit you. the podcast. I do all the hosting for the podcast. Hey man thanks. Yeah, just, you guys just come over here, say some words, and then say, all right, John, see you next Hey, week. man,
2: they don't they don't let us in the building, man. <laughs> hey, man, you know do. what I mean? We don't got the key to the building. God, so hey, to man.
0: My back is, is starting to hurt from carrying the team. Okay, man. Hey, you know, some <laughs> I feel people like, people I feel have like do, LeBron over here. Know, some people key, have to man. do more off-the-court
1: work because of what they lack on the court. <laughs> right? Is that uh, you what, what I mean? If your points aren't up-to-date, you wow! got to do a little bit more extra work, man. I'm
0: getting the
1: buckets out here, man. That's it's coming from eight and eight over here. <laughs> Scores of faults, All right. Of <laughs> p- exactly. Eight and eight. And I have to do a lot of hard work off the court a- to M- make up for a- it. Mellon so now so so we know, man. I'm leading this team. All right. <laughs> I'm leading this team. The points that I bring up are leading this team. All right. That's all you need to know, man.
2: Hey, what time does Chipotle close? <laughs> hey,
0: baby. I think it closed at nine. So I think you're. Uh... Yeah, it's over for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's man. over for you. That's funny because they all say 10. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you got. <laughs> I hope they're out of chicken and, and a steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got! It. I think barbacoa is the the best thing they have. There. I like barbacoa. Is it? I try. I don't like the chicken. I think the chicken's dry too. Sometimes. Yeah, everybody says that. But I need to be eating at Moe's. We, we just lost that. that Chipotle sponsorship, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're <laughs> lost. Everything for Wendy's fo fo fo, fo fo
1: Sponsor me, please. I'll take a fo fofo any day. He turned his mic off. He's done.
0: <laughs> That's not how the mic works. <laughs> that's
2: just the volume. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just good to hear you. <laughs> wow. All right. For, uh, for some of sports, uh, that's John Williams. Push, baby. That's Bubby Johnson.
2: Both of those guys' names are John. Wow. Technically, I did it right. Yeah. You mean you introduced me twice?
0: or? Yeah, I said John's, and then he said Bubby, and you were supposed to say. John. Both name. of these guys' names are John. Right. But. Factual right it's kind of like wishy-washy like. that is tough you want to try that again let's do it again yeah, let's buddy. try it again alright let's do it again alright for somewhat sports that's John Williams
1: that's Bubby Johnson and both of those guys are named John stick to your guns people
0: know who you are I'm John Dennis I guess I'll have to do it myself <laughs>